Welcome to another episode of the Dose of Leadership podcast, the show that brings you inspiring and educational interviews with today's most relevant and motivating leaders. Each episode is dedicated to highlight real-life leadership and influence experts who dedicate their lives to the pursuit of the truth, common sense, and courageous leadership. And now, here's your host, Richard Ryerson. Hey, welcome to Dose of Leadership. So happy you're tuning in. Another solo episode today. If you're brand new to Dose of Leadership, I typically do interviews, but I've been sprinkling at, at, at the request of the listeners more solo episodes talking about my philosophy of leadership on how to become a better leader. This is the great free resource for you in your leadership journey. That's why I'm doing this show, because I'm on the journey with just like you, trying to figure out this thing called life. And I know that leadership is central to every aspect of my life. I missed that boat maybe 15 years ago, and ever since that splat moment, of almost getting divorced, focusing on myself, uh, getting authentic and honest and vulnerable with myself, I began this leadership journey, and that's what eventually led to Dose of Leadership. And here we are almost five years later, still trucking along, still growing, still expanding the audience base, and it's all because of you and your support for this show. Today I want to talk about overcoming limiting beliefs. It's something we talk about Oh, all the time on this show, and of course in my masterminds that I've led over the past four years, this topic always comes up. It's something that we have to tackle, and I think it's probably been one of the biggest aha moments from doing this show early on, talking with some of these high-level high level leaders, entrepreneurs, I've become to realize that it doesn't matter how successful or significant your life is or whatever you accomplish, we all struggle with limiting the, limiting the beliefs, we'd all deal with negative self-talk. It's something that never truly goes away. I really think it is the thorn in our side that we must get comfortable with. And when I say get comfortable with it, because that thorn in your side can remind you, it can humble you um, for improvement. It can overwhelm you, or that obstacle, that thorn can become the way. And I choose to accept or believe that the thorn in my side, the obstacle that is presented to me, both physical and mental, um, is the way towards developing my character. And I think that is part of um, the realities that you have to accept uh, when you're down, going down this leadership journey. And any self-improvement um, or growth initiative, you have to get comfortable oh, kind of the, with the ugly side of yourself. And what I mean by the ugly side of yourself, it is that kind of negative self-talk, that fear of the uncertainty. It truly never goes away. And I'm okay with that. It doesn't make it any easier to deal with sometimes. Well, I take that back. Sometimes it has made it easier to deal with because it is what it is. Um, and I can't tell you how many times I've talked and have looked at people who have gone through um, both in my I've seen family members and on myself and then people that I've coached and they're, they're just so hung up on whatever dysfunction or affliction or addiction or whatever the case may be. And it certainly doesn't seem fair. Life isn't fair. But whatever that obstacle is that's in front of you or in this in your side as a thorn can actually become the way towards making you an exceptional leader, an outstanding life, a significant life. Because exceptional leadership is going to require that you master or overcome 
and overcome might be the strong word, but at least master or, or get comfortable with your limiting beliefs. Everyone has them. Everybody has them, regardless of their success. There is a dragon that all of us have to learn how to slay. You can't avoid it. The resistance is real for everybody. I don't care who it is. And it's almost like you have to look at life as, um, you know, we tend to look at our problems as unique, but they're not. And it's almost like you have to realize that, you know, say money's a problem, as it is for most of us. You know, you may not have any money, but if you had a lot of money, that would just be a different set of problems. Now, you may prefer those problems over the problems that you have now, but the reality is no matter what you do, whatever you accomplish, whatever dragon you slay, there's going to be another one raising its head. It's just a different series of problems that you're going to be faced with. So the key becomes, okay, if there's fear and uncertainty never goes away, that when I conquer this problem and I get to the next level, it's just another series of problems that I got to overcome. Okay, let's at least map out and chart our life so that they're problems that, that we're willing to die for. Does that make sense? Everybody has limiting beliefs and self-doubt, no matter what stage of life they are in, to some degree. Regardless of the success, there's always going to be a dragon that we're going to have to learn how to slay. You can't avoid it. I highly recommend that you get Stephen Pressfield's The War of Art. Not The Art of War, not Sun Tzu, but Stephen Pressfield's The War of Art. Every time I get into a one-on-one coaching situation with somebody, I give this them this book and they must read it. Because this is the foundation, this is tantamount. This changed my life when it became, when it became or came to mastering our limiting beliefs. And as Stephen Pressfield talks about in The War of Art, that this resistance is real. And anytime we're going to the next level, let's say we're, you know, at this supervisor level and we want to be a CEO someday, or we are, you know, have a small business here in the United States and my dream is to open an orphanage up in Kenya. It's something that you're going from a, a lower plane to a higher plane. You know, you're going to a bigger dream, if you will. And the bigger that dream, you know, between you and that idea and whatever the angels, the muse, God puts on your heart and tells you that this is what you're supposed to do. And go to this next plane. It's your calling, whatever the case it is. If how if it's the the larger that gap is, the more resistance is going to try to stop you from from doing it. The resistance is real. It will try to kill you. It will try to prevent you from doing what you were called to do. That is real. But the good news is, as he talks about in the War of Art, is you sit down and you do the work and you basically tell the resistance to f off. Then the universe has to move. And I love that analogy. And, and, I, and I personally have experienced this, and, and you, there's countless examples of where people said, you know what, regardless of what resistance is trying to do to prevent me, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to do the work anyway, regardless of how I feel, regardless of how I feel, I'm going to do the work anyway. The universe has to move. It has to move. I love that. So I highly encourage you as a call to action if you're interested in mastering your limiting beliefs, get Stephen Pressfield's The War of Art and his follow-on uh, books, you know, Becoming a Pro. Uh, they're all tied together, and they are Bibles for me in the terms of mastering limiting beliefs. So what is a belief anyway? Look, beliefs aren't necessarily right or wrong. Instead, we should look at beliefs as either empowering or limiting. And I think that's a fresh way to look at it. 
look, beliefs aren't right or wrong. They are either empowering or they're limiting. Think about that. And so your beliefs, if you look at them in that way, is either empowering or limiting, you understand that beliefs can literally hold you back. They can stop you. They can freeze you in your tracks. So how do we overcome them? What is the tactic? You, know, you can ask yourselves these questions. You can ask yourself, look, first and foremost, is this belief true? What I believe, this limiting belief, is it absolutely true? And you're probably going to say yes from the outset. Because otherwise, why wouldn't you be feeling it? You're seeing, you have the tangible evidence that's holding you back. So it has to be true. I suck at X, so therefore it must be true. Well, then take it a step further. Is that belief beyond a shadow of a doubt? Hmm, well, I completely suck at this. That means I'm never going to excel at that. Is that beyond a shadow of a doubt? I mean, there's no hope whatsoever. Okay, maybe not. Maybe, maybe there is a glimmer of hope. Start asking yourself, how does that belief make you feel? And then you really get to the root of that, right? Because that's the that's the rub with beliefs, is that they, they they tug on your emotions and they make you feel something. And just because you feel it doesn't mean beyond a shadow of a doubt that it's true. That's critical. I'll repeat that. Just because a belief makes you feel a certain way does not mean that it's true. So, okay, if this belief is making me feel this way and I can accept maybe that it's making me feel a way, it doesn't necessarily mean beyond a shadow of doubt it's true, what would the opposite thought belief be? Hmm? What would the opposite, the exact opposite of that thought belief be? That I don't suck at this, that I'm outstanding, that I'm the best of it. And then you can start thinking about it and you say, well, how does that make you feel? If that is true, if, that, if, if, if beliefs can change your feelings and your emotions, start thinking the opposite and then start manifesting and how to, or start believing how that would make you feel. And then you can start to manifest that in your life. The goal is to reveal the empowering belief. Remember what I said, that beliefs aren't right or wrong. They're either empowering or limiting. And so if you've got a limiting belief that's holding you back, that's keeping you in the quicksand, what's the opposite of that? You see, your subconscious mind, it'll accept anything that you want to plan in it. And it will believe it. it's true. Right? You can either plant poison ivy or you can plant some healthy crop. The brain doesn't care. The subconscious doesn't care. Just like the soil doesn't care that the farmer, it will, it, will, it will produce forth whatever it puts in the soil. And that's the same thing about limiting beliefs. What's the empowering belief? Reveal the empowering belief and that will start the process that will allow you to start taking action. Because the reality is you have to believe, particularly if you're in a leadership role, you have to believe that you do matter regardless of what you feel. The resistance is going to tell you that you suck and that you do not belong in this. The resistance is going to feed that imposter syndrome and says, man, if people really knew how crappy I was at this, they would not be giving me this job, right? That's the imposter syndrome. That's resistance telling you that you don't matter, but you do matter. You have to believe that you can make a difference. Plant that seed. It's not a question of will I make a difference. 
but it's what difference will I make? Do you see that difference? It's subtle, but it's powerful. It's not a question of will I make a difference, but what difference am I going to make? A subtle but very powerful mindset shift. The difference between a limiting belief and an empowering belief. Whatever it is you need to lead, you have to believe this. I don't care how you feel. I tell all my coaching clients this. Whatever it is you need to lead right now, no matter what your status in life, whatever your position in your organization, no matter where you're at, financially, I don't care it doesn't, what you've accomplished or what you haven't, the mistakes you've made, whatever it is you need to lead, you already have it inside of you. You have it inside of you. Think about this. You are always one decision away. Listen to me. You are one decision away from radically changing your life both positively or negatively. Think about that. You literally, with one decision, can radically change your life forever on a daily basis. You never know where that first step is going to take you. And that is exciting. That should not frighten you. That should excite you. You know what the main difference is between leaders and non-leaders? Is that leaders take the first step. They have that self-awareness and they know when a door of opportunity presents itself to them. And that door many times will not show you the path. It will not lead you the path. But the leaders take the first step. The greatest obstacle is always going to be ourselves. We know this inherently. It is my biggest obstacle even to this day. You don't have to look for outward resources towards leadership. It's great that you're turning into dose of leadership. It's great that you're buying programs or coaching or that's great they can help but that you really don't have to look outward for leadership you have to look inward first it begins with you leaders take the first step and leadership is about influencing others we've talked about this many times on the show leadership is influence nothing more nothing less to take that from john maxwell but it is about influencing others And regardless how you see yourself as a leader, there's always somebody every single day, every single one of us, every human being on this planet has at least one individual that's looking to them for influence and guidance. And it is about influencing others, especially those closest to you. And when you begin to doubt that your power as a leader, you begin to doubt that you cannot make a difference in the world, you begin to believe those limiting beliefs, start thinking about how much influence you really do have on those around you, particularly on the ones that are looking to you for influence and guidance. And it won't take you very long to find someone who is. And realize that you can make an impact today. And I want everybody that's listening to the show to understand that playing small does not serve the world, as Stephen Pressfield talks about in The War of Art. That if you do not live up to, if you do not attempt to try to play out and see where it goes, what's put on your heart, what, what the angels, the muse, God, whatever you want to believe has put on your heart, and you know there's something there, there's a gnawing there, we all have it. And if you do not see it through, or at least attempt, and you do play small, then you shame the angels. And when I read that from Stephen Pressfield, that really hit home because it's true. That's the way to look at it. You shame the universe if you play small. And when I say play small, it doesn't mean, you know, dropping everything and moving to Kenya and open an orphanage or starting that startup business. I mean, your definition of playing small or playing big is personal to you. And don't let anybody define that but you. 
right? When I say playing small, that doesn't mean you got to do something radical and, and be well known throughout the world. I'm talking about your own little piece of the pie, you know, your piece of the piece of the world where you do something courageous. And that could be, you know, telling your kids you love you. It can be saying grace at the table. I don't care. It, 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 it's personal to you. But just remember that playing small does not serve the world. You listen to that, that fear, that uncertainty that's gnawing at your heart, and you work through it because something significant is going to happen on the other side. That is the definition of courage, and don't discount it. And overcoming those limiting beliefs is at the core of that. It's, it's the foundation towards being courageous. And overcoming those, li those limiting beliefs will unconsciously give others around you permission to do the same. That is the power of influence. Your kids see you being tenacious. Your spouse sees you being tenacious, never quitting, never giving up, overcoming those limiting beliefs, regardless of what you feel at the moment. And you overcome those limiting beliefs and you give and you shine that spotlight on yourself, not in a selfish way, but in an empowering way of pushing yourself consistently into the growth zone. By overcoming those limiting beliefs and shining that spotlight, you unconsciously give others around you the permission to do the same. And that, my friends, is the heart of influential and transformational leadership. That's why overcoming limiting beliefs is so powerful. I hope you're finding some value in these solo episodes. Let me know what you think. Reach out to me at richardryerson.com or dosaleadership.com. There's a contact page, or you can email me directly, richard at dosaleadership.com. I will answer every email, I promise you. Ask those who've uh, sent me just a, a simple email. Tell me where they're at in their journey and let me know what's going on in their lives. And we start these conversations, and sometimes friendships blossom. No strings attached, no pitches. It's all about building a tribe and helping each other on this leadership journey. But if you are interested in investing in my services, I highly recommend you check out Legacy Leader Blueprint. That's what this show is sponsored by. It's my 20 impactful videos that will help you in your leadership journey, allow you to start punching mediocrity in the face, defeating stagnation, start living a life of significance, not success, but a significance there's 20 high-impact videos that allow you to become that true leader of influence. If you want to take your team members through that, I highly recommend you to go to the Platinum Course 349 seat. It doesn't break the bank. And on top of the 20 high-impact videos, you get four live, live sessions with me. We can do it over online, but we will take your group and we'll talk about all the material in those videos and cement it, start planting those seeds of leadership throughout your life can give you a couple testimonials here, at least one from a guy I worked with in Australia, a team I worked with in Australia. His name was Angus Buchanan. And he says, I really enjoyed the dose of leadership sessions on Legacy Leader Blueprint. It's helped me tremendously expand my own perception of leadership. All of Richard's videos were extremely relatable and his discussions about the topics were always relevant and interesting. Session three on leading others was excellent and really resonated with me. And the most important message I received was to be courageous and authentic in my leadership, Angus Buchanan. Angus, thank you so much for that testimonial. And if you want to experience what Angus did on Legacy Leader Blueprint, you can find out more at richardryerson.com and dosaleadership.com. You can also go to legacyleaderblueprint.com and you can sign up for a video, 20-minute video that will reveal the top secrets of leadership and also highlight what's involved in the course. 
Hope to see you on the inside. All right, let me know what you think about the show. Thank you for tuning in to Dose of Leadership, and I will see you in the next episode. Hey, thanks for tuning into the show. Go to richardryerson.com or doseofleadership.com and fill out the contact page and reach out to me. Let me know where you're at your leadership journey. Also, if you want access to my brand new online leadership course to help become a better leader, go to legacyleaderblueprint.com. Fill out your email and you gain access to a free 12-minute video that will reveal the top secrets of leadership and also show you how you can gain access, exclusive access to my online leadership course. That's legacyleaderblueprint.com. Hope to see you on the inside. Thanks for tuning into the show.